Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is season 4 episode 297 and 298 of this daily study podcast. Apologies for missing yesterday, um, it was a very busy day, we uh, had, we drove over three hours uh, to go visit some family to celebrate our nephew's birthday which was lovely uh, and we also had uh, what is a bonfire night uh, in the UK uh, on yesterday on the 5th of November uh, I think I mentioned it before, it's a bit of an odd holiday uh, that we have in the UK as well. I say holiday, it's kind of like Halloween, we don't have like a day off or anything like it, like that, but it's like a, a celebration day uh, where we remember uh, a gunpowder plot uh, in the 1600s um, where... In 1605, there was a, basically a group of people that wanted to blow up the Houses of Parliament. Uh, and so, but they were captured and they were stopped. Uh, and there was one of the men uh, in the company called Guy Fawkes. Uh, sometimes, therefore, we call it Guy Fawkes Knight. But um, yeah, we, <laughs> we, we celebrate that and we have fireworks. So, and big bonfires. Sometimes where we have an actual guy on the bonfire as well. Bit of an odd tradition now that you, when you kind of say it out loud, but it's what we have in the UK, and so it's uh, it's just a nice opportunity to get together and have some nice food and see some fireworks and have a big bonfire and um, toast some marshmallow. We we actually toasted some marshmallows on a small fire pit uh, yesterday, which was lovely, and did some lovely uh, things. So um, yeah, it was a very busy day, hence why I didn't have a moment uh, to record anything. And then I was um, asked also to teach our Sunday school uh, today, so. Um, which, of course, you know, doing this podcast is a great preparation for that because um, we get or I get the chance to kind of really uh, reflect on and share it in the podcast. And then when it comes to the Sunday and doing the lesson, it's all I've always had. I've already had that kind of the thinking behind it uh, to, for what I need to do is just putting something together. So uh, it was a nice uh, lesson today. And as I mentioned in the in the lesson, um it's nice this week to teach because there is just so much content in these in these chapters. Um, and so what I want to do today is just ref, uh, go to um, the final section in the Come Follow, Me, Come Follow Me manual, which is about how the Saviour will support me in my trials, found in Daniel chapter 3, verses 19 to 28. So interestingly, it zeroes in and focuses on Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego's um, experience in the fiery furnace. Of course, because the Saviour was seen in this experience with them. And there was a couple of things, really, that came out uh, from our discussion today that in the Sunday School lesson that I want to share. But also there's the uh, there's the verses um, that, or the passages that are suggested uh, in the Come and Follow Me materials to study alongside it as well. So quite a bit to get through, really. Uh, and we'll have a look and see uh, what is suggested here. So... Uh, in those, we've kind of read the verses already this week, uh, so I don't think there's something which uh, I want to pull out from there necessarily. But a couple of things that were identified here. Uh, obviously, when Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego went into the fiery furnace, uh, there was a, a, a faith that uh, the Lord could deliver them from this uh, furnace. But if not, they would still not um, kind of bow down to the idol that the king had set up for for them to worship uh, and so they were thrown into this uh, furnace and um, they uh, something that we haven't mentioned is how the people that it was so hot that um, 
they and they made it seven times more hot um, because of his anger against them. Uh, and so they threw them into this furnace, which was so hot that those that threw them into the furnace were killed. Um, but they were not. And as we know, uh, the king responds and said that there is a fourth person seen in the fire who is like the son of God. And this is the what we want to focus on here. So the furnace, first of all, can represent a number of things in our lives. Um, I think the furnace can all can obviously be a representation of um, things that happen to us if we make wrong choices. That was made mention of in our lesson. But also it can represent the furnaces of our lives or the times where we go through difficulty and changing experiences uh, that we have to work through and how those things sometimes happen because of the bad choices of other people, like it was with King Nebuchadnezzar and Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. Uh, but also sometimes these furnaces come into our lives because we live in a natural world where things are difficult and, um, you know, we have sicknesses and um, world um, disasters and consequent natural consequences and things like that. And sometimes just mistakes that happen in life where someone does something and it's like, hurt someone and or even worse. Um, by a complete accident you know there is we could list several many things in fact um that are things that would be difficult or considered a furnace of affliction to go through but what is interesting with this and what i loved that someone pointed out here is that not only do we learn in this experience that um god will will support us through these trials um he won't necessarily save us from um the, from them uh, as miraculously as he saved Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, there are some people like when the, we sometimes focus on these wonderful, miraculous experiences. But then, of course, we forget to compare them with experiences like Abinadi in the Book of Mormon, where he was put into a, a burning situation and he was killed. You know, despite having the faith, I'm sure that he could be delivered if he needed to be. Um, he was killed, unlike Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. So there are times in our lives where the worst thing will happen. But it's having the trust that if not, if we are not to be saved, uh, then the, the Lord's will be done. Uh, and it is what needs to happen. Uh, we, we were listening in an Elders Quorum lesson recently about a talk given by Elder Bednar where he was talking about a young couple. And the, and I think I might have mentioned this already, uh, but the, the husband uh, was diagnosed with cancer uh, soon after their marriage. And they were given a blessing by Elder Bednar. And he, in the blessing, was prompted to say, for them to have the faith to for him to not be healed. Um, and that is a huge thing. It's very easy to kind of sit and or stand or, or say in a Sunday school lesson. But when we are in the actual midst of life and turbulation and difficulty, that can be extremely difficult. And we may need support to be able to get to that place. Um, and But whatever it is, the Saviour will be with us. And what I loved is how someone in our lesson made the point that the Saviour was with them in the furnace. He wasn't outside. He wasn't, you know, uh, floating above it or anything like that. He was with them in that furnace, just like he is with us in those furnaces of affliction. Sometimes we may not even be able to see him or know he is there, but he has been there with us. And how do we know that? Because he wrought the atonement for us. And so he, we know that he has been through those difficulties alongside with us. Um, I just love that, um, that point that uh, was made because it just shows again the compassion and love that he has for us and how he is willing uh, to support and help us through those difficult times. Um, there's a few, uh, a few verses mentioned here uh, that we can refer to as well. 
Uh, for example, in Mosiah, uh, it says in chapter 3, uh, verse 7, And lo, he shall suffer temptations and pain of body, hunger, thirst, fatigue, even more than man can suffer, except it be unto death. For behold, blood cometh from every poor. So great shall be his anguish for the wickedness and the abominations of his people. Um, what's interesting here is how um, this is linked. Uh, and I think it's done on purpose to kind of remind us that he has been through these things, that furnace, that difficulty, so that he knows how to support us. In Alma 7, verses 11 to 13, a very well-known verses with this, it says, And he shall go forth, suffering pains and afflictions and temptations of every kind, that um, that the word might be fulfilled, which saith, He will take upon him the pains and the sicknesses of his people. And he will take upon him death, that he may loose the bands of death which bind his people. And he will take upon him their infirmities, that his bowels may be filled with mercy, according to the flesh, that he may know, according to the flesh, how to succour his people according to their infirmities. Now the Spirit knoweth all things, nevertheless the Son of God suffereth according to the flesh, that he might take upon him the sins of the, his people, that he might blot out their transgressions according to the power of his deliverance. And now behold, this is the testimony which is in me. Um, again, I think that's been chosen very specifically. Uh, and Doctrine and Covenants section 61 verse 36 like, very much is bringing this idea that the Saviour is with us in these difficulties into our minds. And now verily I say unto you, that, and what I say unto one, I say unto all, be of good cheer, little children, for I am in your midst, and I have not forsaken you. Um, yeah, like these these messages, these scriptures come uh, or bring about uh, very powerfully the message uh, that the Saviour will be with us and that he will support us. And we know he's able to do this uh, because of um, the fact that he has overcome sin and death. And what I want to do here is kind of make that link again to Daniel being in the lion's den, that not only uh, was this uh, a, like was the parallels made between the fact that uh, Daniel um, was thrown into this lion's den, that a stone was rolled over just like it was rolled over the Savior's tomb. Um, not only was um, the king not like well, well he was reluctant uh, to to do this, uh, to send Daniel into there, just like Pilate was reluctant to send the Saviour. Um, but also this den of lions could be seen as the sin and death that the Saviour overcame and survived um, when everyone thought it would not be possible for him to do so. Um, just so many parallels with the Daniel and the lion's den story between the Saviour and, 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 and being able to complete uh, this incredible atonement for us that we could once again come forward and be and be made free um it's just a wonderful um reminder to us these stories about the savior and as it says and as we've said through this week all these stories point toward the savior and uh, the the power that he has to save us so i'm going to stop it there there we are obviously just over a regular episode length but obviously we didn't have uh, yesterday either so you know, it's just so much uh, throughout this week to study um, and a great set of scriptures. Uh, we'll be going into uh, Hosea and Joel uh, next week, I believe. Um, obviously, on Monday, uh, tomorrow, we'll uh, have our usual episode where we pause from our Come Follow Me study. So join us for that. Uh, any comments you've got about our study, please share it on the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. And you can email ldsstudysession at gmail.com um, as well to share any of your feedback, your study or your thoughts. Thank you so much for your time and until we meet again.